Welcome to the Teacher Transition Podcast, where we celebrate the amazing things former teachers are now doing outside of the classroom. And where teachers who are considering making a move of their own can find the resources, guidance, and support that they need to take their next steps. I'm your host, Allie Parrish, and I'm so glad that you're here. In episode 10, we talked about four jobs that teachers love next. Now, in today's episode, we are going to talk about instructional design specifically. And then throughout this month, you're going to hear from teachers who are now instructional designers who love what they get to do. And right now, we've also got a very special limited time discount on our course to help you become an instructional designer. You can find that at teachertransition.com forward slash ID where you can sign up and get started right away while that discount lasts. Okay. Let's jump into today's episode. Instructional design. I love talking about instructional design and I've loved working in instructional design so much. It is an exciting and a really perfect field of work for teachers in so many ways. You do things like determining what people will learn, how they will learn it, how they'll be assessed, and you also help with developing the scope and sequence, the schedule, the learning resources, the assessments, with all of these things and more, it really is such a natural step for teachers when they're ready for new work opportunities. And since there are such a variety of job opportunities and work options in instructional design, teachers are sure to find a fit that matches their personal interests and their needs. So whether you want to work full-time on site for a company or a university or whether you want to work part-time from home independently or for a company or a nonprofit or an education company or so much more, your background as a teacher is the perfect preparation to plan and create learning experiences and learning resources as an instructional designer. Now, teachers are oftentimes familiar with the term a curriculum designer or a curriculum developer. The word curriculum is very limited to just the education space, so to speak. And really, if we're looking for more opportunities in the education sector and beyond it, just think of it as instructional designer. They mean the same thing. There's just more when you look for the term instructional designer. So it's the same thing. Now, we have two goals for today's episode. One, I want you to understand what instructional design actually is. And two, I want you to know and realize why teachers love instructional design and why they thrive in it so much. In order to do that, we're going to look at five different examples of former teachers who've gone from the classroom into instructional design. Through their examples, you're going to see the variety of places where they work as an instructional designer, and you're going to see what they actually do for work. So the kind of things, the kind of projects that they're working on, the kind of tasks that they're assigned. And while we do this, you've got some homework. Now it's not take-home homework. You can do it while you listen, okay? I want you to identify of the different places I describe, the different kind of work settings, which one interests you most. OK, 
okay, what do you want for your future? And then number two, your second assignment is of the different types of things that they do, what kind of work responsibilities or projects that I mentioned interest you most? Okay. Those are the two things that you're looking for, where to work or kind of the company type, the opportunity type, and two, what you want to be working on. All right. Also, very exciting. Throughout the month, we're going to hear from former teachers who become instructional designers and they work in these different types of companies. So you can hear directly from them what their transition path was like from the classroom into instructional design and why they love it and what they do there. Okay. So let's jump into these five scenarios while you look for those two things of where you want to work and what you want to work on. First, our first example is Melanie. So Melanie was a teacher for a handful of years. She was really passionate and excited about it, especially toward the beginning of teaching. And she honestly had a gift, a gift for planning effective lessons and learning experiences for her students. They were really well aligned with the objectives and her students enjoyed the learning experiences, the lessons that she created for them. She also got excellent feedback from her coworkers, from people who would observe her, from her principal and others about what a great teacher she was. You know, parents, students, and coworkers. It was clear to, clear to others that she was really good at what she does. So after a handful of years of teaching, she really wanted to be able to work more with the things that she loved the most about teaching, the things that interested her the most, her top strengths of determining and creating learning experiences and resources. So she went into instructional design and she became an instructional designer at an education company. Okay. Now at that company, she worked with a new and exciting team developing curriculum for teachers and for students that they would use throughout their school year. They created assessment resources that were first based on what they knew the students needed to know and to be able to do at the end of each unit and at the end of the school year. From there, they made a scope and sequence for each unit and they did backwards planning and lesson planning before they then created the learning materials and the resources that teachers and students needed for each lesson. Now, some of those resources were things like teacher manuals, lesson plans, recommended learning activities, online learning resources for students, student worksheets, learning videos, and a lot more. So this is what it's like working at an education company and some of the projects that you'd be working on. How did she feel about all of this? Well, she felt really valued. Okay. She wondered, you know, if, if I do something other than teaching, am I going to be appreciated? And am I, am I still going to be like an expert at what I do? Am I going to feel valued? Well, her coworkers valued her insights and her experience as a former teacher in the classroom. And because of it, she brought to the table a lot of expertise. She had a ton of credibility and she had a unique ability to create resources that were really effective. Okay. They were more useful, relevant, and very helpful for teachers and for students because excellent teachers make incredible and very appreciated 
instructional designers. So you've seen a little bit about working for an education company. What other opportunities are out there? Well, let's talk next about Cheryl. Cheryl had taught for quite a few years. Cheryl was really involved with educational technology And she also wanted to just keep developing herself. She also wanted to develop more job security in case different things happened work-wise and if her family was moving or if she wanted just new opportunities. So she heard about instructional design. She didn't wait long at all to develop and learn instructional design skills. After she learned just some of them, she then put her resume out there, and connected with a university in her community. So she landed a job at a university. Now, what do instructional designers do at universities? Well, first off, they have pretty amazing coworkers a lot of the time. Sometimes universities are just very comfortable, still in academia, um, great places to work. And oftentimes you're working with great ideas and skills and needs. So what does she do there? What do a lot of instructional designers do at universities? Well, they definitely help professors so that they can teach more effectively. They also help a lot with online classes. Sometimes they are the ones creating those classes. Sometimes they are the ones managing any needs that arise with the online platforms, with the online lessons. Sometimes they're creating the videos and the instruction and the learning resources that are there online. So much, especially right now in the learning space, is online and with universities. So Cheryl knows that her skills and what she contributes is absolutely vital for thousands of students and so many professors and ultimately the success and purpose of the university. She also makes considerably more this first year of being at the university than she made in her teaching role. Now, that is not why she took this path, but hey, not going to complain, right? So on top of that, she's also learned more skills so that later if she wants to go independent or work flexibly from home or do her own thing, she has more tools in her tool belt, so to speak, to be able to do that. So That's a scenario of working at a university, helping professors, helping students, doing a lot with online learning resources and creating materials for students. This leads me to our next example of a teacher who then went into instructional design. This is Jana. Now, Jana thought that she wanted to work as an instructional designer at a university, but then some other opportunities presented themselves and let's talk all about it. So first off, Jana was a really great teacher. She started teaching when she was single, and then she got married a few years into teaching, and she very wisely started looking to her future. She thought, you know, what do I want personally? She didn't have kids at the time, but she thought, you know, if I do have kids later, and if I want to be working from home with more of a skill set and more opportunities and maybe making more money, I'm going to go into instructional design. She had not heard about instructional design for very long at all before she also put herself in a place where she could learn about it and develop the skills. She signed up to learn about instructional design and within 
three months, she landed her first job doing it. Now, again, originally she thought, oh, I want to work at a university. But while she was looking around at different job opportunities, she saw some for different companies. She applied to a handful of them and one of them hired her in a really cool role where she creates the learning materials that they need for their new hires and for the people that they train. And she also gets to help with the actual training as well. So really exciting that she's doing the creating side, the designing side, and some of the training side as well. Not only does she have new learning opportunities, but she's also making $20,000 more at her starting salary than she was making after years of being a teacher. Now, that's not why she did this. She was looking for more opportunities, more flexibility, something on a career path. She wasn't looking just to make more money. But again, you know, why not if that's part of the package? Fantastic. Now, this is at her base level. She's not going to ever make less than that at this company. It's only going to go up and they're still training her in some of her new role. So, so excited for her, all that she's learning, the ways that she's growing and the ways that she's making things possible for her future and for later on with life flexibility and having kids and working from home with an even more developed skill set as well. Super, super exciting. Okay, this brings me to our next example, which is Annie. Now, Annie's passion for teaching led her to do a master's program while she was teaching. And that was a great thing to do, but she finished her master's and a couple years later, she's like, uh, I wanted a different job by doing this, but getting a master's didn't get me a job. And so she then learned instructional design without going back for another master's in instructional design. And as she was looking around at companies, she saw that there was an agency, an instructional design agency in her area. And so she applied there. And what do agencies do? Now, an agency is a company that creates resources for other companies. So agencies have a ton of variety of the projects you're working on, the kind of companies that you're working for and what you're doing, your your day-to-day work. You just have a lot of exposure to a lot of different things that you do there. You learn a lot at agencies really quickly. So she helped to ensure that learning resources would be enjoyable and effective for the learners. She outlined lessons. She helped write the lessons. She selected images for the workbooks and for the online learning materials. She wrote scripts for what they would have voice talent say in just audio clips they needed recorded and what they would have actors and actresses say for learning videos that would be created. And she also helped create some of the videos. She wrote quizzes and assessments and she created PowerPoints for trainings, for some trainings that would be live on site and for other trainings that were going to be remote, like on Zoom. She also created training guides and learning guides for those live trainings or for remote, not on-site trainings. And some of her skills that she says were the most used in this role were her people skills and her planning skills. Also her attention to detail and definitely her creativity for making engaging and learning resources that are really effective and enjoyable. 
So that is working at an agency. Again, there's a lot of exposure to a ton of different companies. Some are education companies, some are just corporate companies, some are nonprofits, and so much more. Agencies have a ton of variety and a lot of learning really quickly. Now, this brings me to our next and our last example. Remember how I mentioned that Jana wanted to have future flexibility to be able to possibly work remotely with kids? Well, that is this last example of Lacey. So Lacey had been teaching for not very long, but she was good at it. And she really enjoyed a lot of things about it. Lacey also then had kids and wanted to be at home with her kids. She still wanted to be able to work and to use her teaching skills. So she became an instructional designer that worked for a company remotely from home. Then she wanted to work less as she had more kids. So she started working part-time for them. And then after a while, she decided, you know, I just want to work on my own terms, but I still want to do instructional design. So she created her own company. She became an independent freelancer doing instructional design, learning design, curriculum design, all of these fantastic things. And she could work on the projects that interested her most for the companies and clients that interested her most. And because she was an independent freelancer, she could also set her own rate and set her own work hours. Also, because she was a former teacher, those that she worked with They knew that they could trust her and they knew she was going to do a great job on their learning projects. So this is all just a handful of teachers and their experiences. But do you want to know one thing about these examples that I've been telling you? Each and every one of them are people who are in our course from teacher to instructional designer. Did you see elements of yourself in any of these examples of the teachers that I described? If so, which one? Write it down. Did any of the job opportunities or company types stand out to you? If so, which one? Where would you want to work? So these are some of those job locations or job opportunities that we talked about, right? I'm going to just summarize them here. One, do you want to work for an education company? Maybe it's a big company like Pearson or Scholastic, or maybe it's a smaller company. You choose. Number two, a non-education company. Do you want to work for maybe a nonprofit, a for-profit, creating their learning and training resources for adults or for youth? Three, a university. Do you want to work at a university helping professors so that they can teach more effectively or helping students with the online learning resources? Four, do you want to work in an agency? Do you want to work with a large variety of companies, making a large variety of learning resources and learning a lot very quickly? Or number five, do you want to work as your own company? Do you want to be developing resources for a variety of companies? If it's an education company or a non-education company, do you want to be remote from home on your own timing? There are a lot of opportunities. Which of these five meets your needs and your interests most? Write it down. Next, what are your top teaching strengths and interests? This is going to be a perfect guide to you in knowing the kind of work that you want to do. So I'm going to list 
just a few of the many, many, many things that instructional designers do. And I want you to identify which are the top two for you. Is it lesson planning? Is it developing worksheets and materials? Is it creating online learning resources? Is it brainstorming how people can learn most effectively? Is it working with the technology and finding solutions for learning? Is it writing assessments, tests, quizzes? Is it looking at the data from tests and quizzes or from learning activities to determine what the learning needs are and what people need next? Or is it actually doing the teaching? Okay, that's training, but the trainers work closely with the instructional designers. Sometimes those roles overlap and you're more marketable when you know instructional design to get that job as well. Okay, there are so many of these things and so much more. If it's creating learning videos, if it's creating PowerPoints for learning, if it's outlining courses, if it's assisting and helping people that are experts in content, but they're not experts in how people learn. You as a teacher are from the only field out there where people specialize in that. So when they look for instructional designers, they know teachers have training in pedagogy. You're the only people that have that. You are so valuable and so needed in this role. Okay, you've written down the company where you want to work or the type of company and opportunity you want to have. You've written down the skills, your top two teacher strengths from the list that I've provided or so many other things that you do as a teacher. Those are going to be great guides to you to know what to do next. So I want you in your head to just imagine, I want you to envision what you want your future to look like six months from now. Okay. Where do you want to be? What do you want to be doing? What do you want to be doing work-wise? Okay. What's the atmosphere like? What's the setting like? What's the schedule like? There are so many opportunities in instructional design. Most importantly, Now I want you to ask yourself, what are you doing right now to make that a reality, to make that happen in six months from now? So guess what? All of the teacher examples that I've shared with you in this episode, all five of these examples, well, each of them are teachers that signed up for our course from teacher to instructional designer. Some of them It didn't take them six months to land their opportunity, okay? Most of them, very shortly after hearing about the course, signed up for it. They heard about the course and they acted on it. They enrolled and they got on their way. Some of them landed their jobs in one month after enrolling in the course. Others landed it in three months after enrolling in the course. And others wanted to finish out their school year and they took that step later on. But the point is they put themselves in a course to learn and to get the resources that they needed to open up the opportunities that they wanted for their future. And the truth is some of them didn't even have to finish the course in order to land their opportunities. They came to the course, they knew what they needed. They went directly to those parts of it and They applied and landed the jobs that they got. So now they're serving and they're contributing in the world in a new way with the incredible teacher skills that they developed in their classrooms. 
Okay. And the world is a better place for the ways that they're contributing. And they're so happy and growing and fulfilled in the work that they're currently doing. And that makes me so happy. So all of this month in the podcast, we are going to be hearing from former teachers who've become instructional designers in these different work settings. You're going to hear their top teacher strengths that they use in their new roles. You're going to hear their personal transition story. And I'm so excited for you to be able to hear from them. So now it's your turn. I want you to take the job opportunity that stood out to you the most while listening to this episode. And I want to take your top teacher strengths that you've identified. And I want us to open up the opportunities that you want for your future. Which opportunities stood out to you most? What skills do you want to work with next? What questions do you have about all of this? You can ask me. Okay. And I want to hear from you. So go to our Facebook group and let me know in the comments there what you want for your future and what questions you have. So thanks for joining me in today's episode. I am so excited to hear from you in our Facebook group, or you can connect with me on Instagram at teachertransition.com. And I look forward to you hearing instructional designers all month long, and I'll see you in next week's episode. If you want to open new opportunities for your future with your teaching skills, then enroll in our course from teacher to instructional designer. This is so much more than just an online course. You will finish the course ready to confidently apply to jobs with a resume and cover letter that are already created for you with customizable templates and with your personal portfolio that showcases the instructional design skills you already have and those that you will gain through the course. You'll receive a professional development certificate that you can share with your school for PD hours And you'll also have the option to get a certificate in instructional design and instructional development that you can showcase on your resume. On top of that, I'll show you the best places to find the kind of job you want. And our whole community is here to support you in our private course member only group. So your future is calling. Are you ready to answer? Go to teachertransition.com forward slash ID and sign up now don't put this off. There's a limited time coupon code that's on the checkout page and it won't be there for long. So sign up now. Let's get you and your incredible gifts on their way to the future opportunities where you're needed. This episode may have ended, but connecting doesn't have to. Join us on Facebook or Instagram and get the support and inspiration you need in your personal educator path. If you're loving the podcast, help us spread the word leave a review or screenshot the episode, share it on social media, and be sure to tag us at Teacher Transition. Who knows? We may even feature what you share on our social media feed too. Until next time, teacher friends, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Good luck with the great things you're up to right now and keep looking forward to the amazing things to come.